Hello, hello loves. You're listening to your VSG Diary Girl Court. Let's leave it all at the door and get very chatty. Hello. I'm so excited to be doing this. For those of you who are new here, who don't know me, or actually, I might just formally introduce myself because this feels like I am meeting everybody, some of you for the very first time. So my name is Courtney, Court for short, I'm 25. Other than being the VSG Diary Girl on this platform, I am also a businesswoman in the performing arts industry and I've always been my own boss. I am a pianist and vocalist, so I teach those tuitions daily in my home away from home, which is what I refer to as my studio. I'm an avid singer, songwriter and creative. And so it does go without saying that I do wear my heart on my sleeve. Yes, I had to put that pun in there. (laughs) Cheeky. So for me, being open and honest in this way is extremely liberating, but it also does come very naturally to me. I feel very comfortable speaking about myself, what I've endured, what I've gone through, and I do feel that my cup is filled by doing this. So today I'm going to be discussing how I decided to have the surgery, which that alone in itself is probably one of the biggest pivotal moments In the experience, in my opinion, I think it takes a lot for a person to put their hand up and admit that they need help, that they have exhausted all options and avenues, which I had. Weight loss surgery was seated in my mind. It was just not at the forefront. It was at the back for a very long time. You know, you hear the stories, you hear of that person in your local community who went and had weight loss surgery. And for me, it was just this little light bulb of potential, but I had never really given it the attention to consider it until life just became difficult. The bare necessities of human function, tying my shoelaces was nearly impossible. Walking upstairs was, you know, I would see white, I would get dizzy. I couldn't really exercise. I was not, I was willing, but I was not able. And I think that was the breaking point for me. I very much so realized that where I had wound it up was far bigger than me. It was bigger than I. And I knew that I had to pull myself out of that. Luckily for me, I did have a very, and sorry, not did, do have a very supportive network. My family, brother, my husband have been nothing but wholeheartedly on board since day dot. They were in complete agreeance. At first, it was just a discussion around what could be an option for me to become healthier and happier and surgery just trickled its way in and it became a topic of discussion and it honestly just happened pretty quickly from that point but what made it so much easier was just having that network behind me to hold my hand through it because that process the decision in itself is so highly emotional and rightfully so it is such a big decision and so I took a very last minute spontaneous trip to Canberra my parents were going and they said why don't you come along and hopefully you can clear your head and make a decision I looked at Grant and I said they're right they've got a point I am going to leave home go to Canberra come back with my mind made up I made one phone call to a friend of mine who I knew had had the sleeve surgery and I knew that I would have all the information that I needed to at least go and see a surgeon and have a consult 
in which I did. I went and saw Dr. James Chow in Wollongong and the rest is literally history. Here we are. So nine months later, I waited for my private health cover for my insurance. And as the bariatric surgery is covered by top hospital private health, I paid a gap fee of about, it's been a while. So at the top of my head, I think it was six, between six to $7,000. Every surgeon does have their own fees. Of course, that's how much I paid. And so other than those financial formalities and the waiting game, which again was also very challenging that nine months, I felt like my feet were floating just above the ground. And I was in this very weird, like bubble space. It was really strange. And so essentially from that point, it was starting my pre-op liquid diet, which for those who don't know is what some surgeons, I think it is most, but some I'll just disclaim that that's not the case for everybody. Most require their bariatrics pre-surgery to challenge themselves. I'm going to say challenge themselves to, I think we deserve it, challenge themselves to 14 days of liquid only. You can have low energy vegetables, but they don't touch the sides. Just saying. You can have one of the OptiFast bars. Wow, exciting. Instead of having an OptiFast shake, which trust me, when you haven't chewed in a while, it's quite amazing having that bar. Wouldn't have one now, but at the time, an absolute saving grace. And so from that point, you are essentially detoxing and cleansing your liver. So you're preparing for surgery. Look at me all fancy with these facts. This is what he told me, okay? Uh, my skin was seeping. I was, look, I'm just, it might be TMI, but I was oily all over my body, my forehead, my back, my skin, my legs. I was, I actually looked yellow. Whatever that was, that detox did, I clearly needed it, but it was the most unique experience I've ever had within my own body. And I actually ended up losing 11 kilograms on my pre-op diet. So in that two weeks, that was a pretty big achievement for me. And that, when I think about it, was my first non-scale victory. So pat on the back there, love. Kudos. And so off I went to St. George Private Hospital in Sydney and had my bariatric surgery where around about 80% of my stomach was surgically removed, stapled, and actually thrown out, I'm guessing. I have always wanted to know. I'm just asking for a friend. Where did you put it? <laughs> oh man, I, I don't even know how to finish that. Stapled and what? Obviously thrown, given away for research. I'm, I hope so. I hope it was for the greater good. And I need to stop joking about these things. They're very serious. And so is preparing your frozen liquids and purees. I'm gonna repeat that. It is important to prepare for your return home. So before you leave for the hospital, prepare your frozen your frozen meals in advance because you're healing and not everybody has the luxury. I was very lucky. Shout out to my mother, Diana, queen. I know you're going to be listening to this. You're probably going to be my first listener. I'm not even going to lie. Love you, mum. Massive shout out. Wouldn't be here without you, truly. Definitely had some help there with that food prep. She was a freaking lifesaver. We, I know we blended up the spaghetti bolognese like sauce, obviously not the pasta. We froze that shepherd's pie all blended, but not with potato, cauliflower, replacing the potato with the cauliflower. And so those were my two life hacks for puree. They were the only things I could actually stomach. 
So I had that for a decent amount of time just to keep the protein up. But your secret to success when you get home is to have some frozen food ready for you. Just takes off that pressure so that you can focus on yourself and I guess your body because you're going to be so tender and sore. And another life hack, a book by Sally Johnston. It's, I believe, her fourth edition weight loss surgery book. It was my Bible. I actually spent a lot of my pre-op time when I was on the liquid diet reading through that. It has everything. It has the tips, the tricks, the do's, the don'ts, all the different types of weight loss surgeries, risks associated, complications, worst case, best case scenarios. It was phenomenal. I actually have passed that book on to a friend at the moment, but I could still pick that book up and learn something today. It is incredible. Get onto it. Sally Johnston's fourth edition, her weight loss surgery uh, book. She also does have other recipe books. Oh, forgot to mention the whole book is filled with recipes from for each stage, uh, liquid, pre-op, liquid, puree, soft foods, solid foods, because that's the process that you go through. And so in the smallest nutshell ever, that is just a very small scope and insight into the beginning part of my weight loss surgery journey, how I came to the decision, little bits and pieces of my pre-op diet, hospital stay, and my return home. Obviously, it is different for every single person. And I did forget to put the disclaimer in, but obviously I am no surgeon, dietitian, or professional in this field. This is just simply my lived experience. And I'm just hoping that this aids in comfort. And I hope that this reaches the right person. And if that if that was you right now, then I'm so glad. Big, big hugs. It actually does feel like the biggest hug ever, hey, when something just hits home. So thank you for being here. Thanks for taking part in this. And I'm really looking forward to next time. It is bye for now, but not for long. I will be back very soon. Download this podcast. Check me out on my socials and stay connected.